Welcome to the First Time Podcast. I'm your host, Tad. If this is your first time listening to First Time Podcast, it's really, really simple. Either me, my guest, or both of us have experienced something for the first time, usually a movie, and we're going to talk about it. No surprise here if you clicked on the uh, play button on whatever Spotify, iTunes, whatever kids listen to their uh, podcasts on these days, you know what this is. And if not, I'm sorry in advance. But uh, this is a tradition that we started last year almost as a response to our Oscar special. It is on the other end of the spectrum. I have Tony Miller back for the Razzie special. Hello. Thanks for having me. It's good to be back. Yes. Uh, we and had so much fun. Good. It's not good to be back. <laughs> it's good and not good. Um, I will be very clear from the beginning. Um, I, as far as... Uh, preparation of the oscars versus the razzies i watched 99 percent of the oscar movies um some of these i'm looking at a sheet of paper are the first time i've seen these uh even listed or heard of them but uh you might know tony from the brett and tony with ash and a podcast on the pfpn they're a part of the family if, if you're listening to this you probably do know uh tony and uh you if you listen to the last one you know about his podcast but if you didn't uh, Tony, explain a little bit about your show. Okay, so every week we guess a topic or a movie. And if you listen today, I apologize for this week's episode. We, yep, we had a little controversy over, uh, uh, surprisingly, over our grindhouse. It's one of you two movies. Well, that is interesting because that's one of my favorite movie-going experiences of all time. I saw Grindhouse in theaters four mm-hmm. times. And I've been a staunch believer that it is one movie. And then uh, I saw Jason's comment. I haven't had a chance to listen yet. And I saw his comment and he personally messaged me. Jason, if you're listening, I'm sure you are. Um, He's actually like, I mean, as upset as uh, Jason can be. You know, Jason's like the kindest. He doesn't get mad, but he was just like, I don't know. He's like, I got it. I had to like stop it. He was like yelling at you guys. Not he wasn't mad that you guys were debating it for two hours. He wanted to be in on the debate, I believe. Okay. So basically, I was upset with the studio, and I'm like, I'm pretty stubborn. I'm like, fine, you split this up. I'm not gonna acknowledge it because <laughs> I wanted to watch it for like the movie theater experience, but uh-huh. they would not give me that. So it's two movies to me now. So, so how, what do you mean by they won't give you that? Because I I want the how I saw in the theater. And why can't you? Because. It was not. I couldn't find a copy. Like, I know you're. You like Jason. Do not believe in physical media. But right below us, there was a Blu-ray copy of theatrical Grindhouse. Yep, Blu-ray. Uh, I did iTunes though. Well, exactly. Is it not available digitally anywhere Uh, as Grindhouse? Nope. It's just individual movies. And see, I and and. We don't have to jump back into this because no, this is a, a Razzie special. But I've talked <laughs> enough about this. But, but if if that's your wheelhouse, if you want to hear some a, a group of friends discuss B movies oh, yeah. every other week or a, a random topic, which um, you know what, you should listen to next week's ep- this week's episode by the time it drops. It's, we did a really good myth episode. Myths. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna be discussing myths and. Let's argue. And you know what? If you do listen to our grindhouse, uh, you get to hear us talk about our cocaine bill and Magic Mike Last Dance uh, with you because we, both, we all saw that in the theater together, both of the movies, and we okay. had a really good time. Well, I feel like um, one of those two might be on this list next year. Cocaine bill? Probably not. I don't know. I feel like uh, they've always given the Magic Mike movies okay. nominations, uh, which it, I think are, is unfair. 
I mean, Magic Mike XSL is one of the best movies of all, all time. That's the hill I'll die on. Okay. But, um, yeah, you can pass Magic Mike. Pass on Magic Mike S. Uh, Last Dance. I will say, like, the general consensus of those movies, people sort of view them like I remember when it came out, and people were like, "It's a male stripper movie, right?" Yeah. But it's Steven Sonnenberg. Right. So, but but house moms don't know who that is. They do not know what a director is. They know who a star in, in, on the poster is. So they go and see this, and it's like a serious drama that, yeah. with that as the background. So I've always loved that, like, that movie sort of did that, like, not quite switcheroo, but that the general consensus of people, it's sort of like when people say, like, Rocky's a sports movie. It's like, well, no, he boxes, but it's a movie about an underdog and someone, you know, overcoming where it's like this movie's about addiction and about like it's about the characters and, and they just happen to be male strippers. Yeah. But uh basically you can skip one and two one and three and they perfected in part two. Okay. So it's uh sort of like Terminator and Terminator 2. Like, yes. Or Evil Dead 2, even. Yes. I mean, uh, Magic Mike, XXL, and the Terminator 2 Judgment Day of Stripple Movies. <laughs> okay. Well, that will be uh, quoted. Yeah. Quote me on that. So I guess we can sort of jump into what we're here to talk about, which is the 43rd annual Golden Raspberry, or better known as the Razzie Awards. Um, the last year you contacted me and said what would you know would you be interested in doing a razzie episode and um if i didn't know you better i would be like haha real funny but i know you well enough to to know that you are going to take that challenge and you are dead serious and uh it was actually a lot of fun i will say like i'm so always been sort of conflicted on these because the last couple of years they've uh, had some controversy last year they had the whole bruce willis uh, category we talked about it and then after we, we recorded they uh pulled that because we found out that bruce old bruce was doing this to save up some money to uh help his family out because he has alzheimer's basically yeah right? he's in dementia it's, dementia yeah yeah it's sad but you know what i think they should they should have some balls and keep let him let, like just keep the because you know, it gives him recognition, and you're not going to remember it. Oh, um, I, <laughs> I know. Well, my thing is, uh, if you're going to have an entire award ceremony for the worst of the worst and call out these movies, go full in or, or yeah. step out. Like, like uh, this year with the 18 year old, you know, they made a new role after, like, now you nominate like a 12 year old. Right. They're like, have some, yeah, just stick with it. I mean, go all in. Right. I mean, you're. I don't know. I, I sort of, I get why people were upset about it, but it's the Razzies. Like, it's like a comedian apologizing for a joke. You know, you got to dig in, dig your heels in and do it or don't. Like, yeah. Look at the Oscar. They got people slapping each other. They got like a wrong man, the wrong movie being called the best picture. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Kicking the Razzies butt. And, like, it's and you know what? Like we talked about it last year, but there's always been people, uh, Halle Berry, Tom Green, who, embraced this and went and accepted their awards and it's funny like i think it was last year or the year before we had like glenn close was in hillbilly yelgi and and for oscar and this uh i think there's some crossover here where there's movies that were nominated for oscars that are also up uh oh. for plenty of razzies here so yeah i mean yeah we'll get to blonde but yeah yeah so i guess that that's a sort of a good segue uh we're gonna start from the bottom and make our way to the big one, which is Worst Picture. But uh, starting at the bottom of our list, we have Worst Screenplay. So we have uh, Blonde, 
Disney's Pinocchio. I'm not going to read all the all the writers because yeah, they're, they're the worst. Who we cares? Don't, yeah, who kills? Uh, Disney's Pinocchio, which they made sure to put not authorized by the estate of Carlo Collodi. Yep. Uh, and then we have Good Morning with you know Morning as M O U R N I and the machine basically is the Machine Gun Kelly uh, movie that no one saw. I, uh, I saw it. I know you said, but we'll, we'll get to that. I know. I'm just saying. And then I got, um, I got a lot to say about that one. We have Jurassic World Dominion, which you know what I've noticed on a lot of these is that there is some several of these have multiple. This has a lot of writers. This has well it has two writers and then story by two different people. Uh, and then we have Morbius. Uh, yeah, that's so we have Blonde Disney's Pinocchio, Good Morning, Jurassic World Dominion, and Morbius. I've seen one of these, and it's because of the crossover, uh, and it was blonde. I've seen all of these. So what's funny is also with the crossover, we have a Pinocchio that's like 99.9% sure going to win Best Animated yeah. Feature at the Oscars. Del, and then, Del, Mo, Del Toro's, I always say it yeah. long, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Del Toro's uh, Pinocchio is fantastic. We have... Uh, Tom Hanks in this one, right? Yep, Tom Tom Hanks, who did not have a good acting deal. No, no. Uh, is oh, I was gonna say he, I, he is up here for uh, more awards. Yeah, a lot of awards, and I think uh, he could be maybe up for a different one. But anyways, uh, out of these, screenplay wise, like story wise, what do you think was probably the worst? Okay, well, story wise. Mm, this is tough. I'm just now seeing these for the first time, so let me uh see uh think about this one. Um, I'm not. I'm Disney's Pinocchio. That's a. I mean, how do you mess up Pinocchio? I mean, it's just a, basically the same story every time. Did Did you see Del Toro's Pinocchio? Not yet. Okay. I've had to watch some bad movies. Okay. I I understand. I'm not saying I'm not calling you out for not seeing it, but I'm gonna say, you know, how do you screw up Pinocchio? I. Del Toro actually improves Pinocchio. He puts it in like a a time of war, and it it's it made me cry. And it's oh, a stop motion movie, nice. so it's on my list. But I I didn't want to like jam it in with while watching all the other. Movies. No, no, I completely get it. And you're doing. I thanked Brian Crew on the Oscar episode for his service. I should probably be thanking you more because uh, you maybe watched less in numbers, but you watched uh, way less in quality. Yeah, you have no idea. <laughs> So, uh, like I said, the only one I saw was Blonde, and I honestly, I, I read so much hate and vitriol over this thing, and then I watched it, and I'm like, this isn't that bad. Maybe it's because people have a notion of who Marilyn Monroe is in their head, but I was like, yeah, this is weird and dark, and there's a scene where they go into her vagina. Um, yeah, that was, that was an odd. But it's hard for me to say and maybe screenplay is a good category for it but like a movie where i see anna de armis nude is not going to make it on my worst movies no. list i mean it's just hard to to call it that so i i honestly i'm surprised i just haven't uh had the motivation to get to jurassic world uh after the last one i just was like i'm sort of chris pratted out uh i just I, but i know it had the returning cast which almost sold me on it but yeah. i I, it's a, what it's another three hour movie. I yeah, think. I, I saw. You saw it in theater. I saw it right? in the theater. Yep. in Mobius. I saw two of these in the theater. 
Well, Morbius did that thing where they it came out and then the internet went wild making fun of it and the studio mistook that for like hype. Yeah, hype and they re-released it and it so it had the opportunity the rare opportunity to flop twice. Flop and- twice. <laughs> and it was so funny. They're like, "Oh, they're making fun of us." Yeah, we're not they try to like laugh with people. They're like, "Oh, yeah, we- it's Morbin time, guys." It's yeah. like, "No, we're we're laughing at you." Yeah, they're like, "Oh, we knew all along." <laughs> no, we didn't. We meant to do this. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's purposely it's, bad. It's ironically bad, guys. It's, it's like I'm I'm wearing a shirt with Tommy Wiseau on it and like that's the that that's the true thing of like they laughed at his movie and he's like I make best comedy. It's like, no, that's you made a drama that's funny. And now, but he wears it on his sleeve, you know, where Morbius, they tried to flip it. And it's like, no, you can't do that. You, Yeah. And uh, Morbius, uh, we'll get to it. But I think there was a good story, though. But the editing yeah. probably uh, ruined that one. But on this list, I'm going to go Good Morning with the world. Okay. So you, you also saw that. I saw where, it. where is it stream? Is that like an Apple or iTunes or what? Or I, I, Tad, I paid four dollars to watch that. <laughs> um, what, where what streaming service? Apple, uh, iTunes. Okay, so I didn't know if that was like streaming free anywhere. That's nope. I uh, maybe that's why I'm so angry. But we'll get to that. <laughs> okay, so I guess we can move on to worst director. We have Judd Apatow for the Bubble. We have uh, Colson Baker, which is I guess Machine Gun Kelly's real name. And Maud's son for Good Morning. Uh, we have Andrew Dominic for Blonde. Daniel Espinosa for Morbius. And Robert Zemeckis for Disney's Pinocchio. So uh, mostly the same except for Judd Apatow, which I've always felt Judd is a really strong writer and producer and maybe not the best director, but he has some fantastic movies under his belt. Yeah, I mean, funny people, it's really underrated. The Cable Guy. The Cable Guy as well. Yeah. And... But I, I got to be honest, the bubble, I did not see. No, okay. I think it's a Netflix. Yeah, that's the only one in this one I did not see. And that one, to me, like, it was him, I don't know. It, it's, it's a, I know what it's about. It's about them making a film. It's a meta film yeah. about them making it in COVID. And I'm like, man, I don't want to be dragged back into that time. Like, I had a hard time getting through Sick on, on Peacock. I really liked it, but it's a COVID slasher. Oh, man. And I'm like, if this would have come out a year ago, but now I'm like, we're, I just want to forget about that shit. A, a shit two years we had. Yeah, at least Paul did a really good job of, you know, like, ooh, it was a French pl- pl- uh, plague, right? Yeah, yeah. At least they did a creative way to get around that. Right. With the mask. So out of these, I mean, it's hard to say, like, worst director. I mean, it's it's a bummer that Zemeckis is on here because he's, I mean, his, his uh, I guess, modern. I know he's a. Uh... He's gotten too animated. Yeah, I think like, I mean, all these directors, it's like, it's very hard for directors to keep up that momentum. Like Spielberg's like one of the few who continues to make quality mm-hmm. stuff. And even he has some questionable stuff. I mean, yeah. I, I, I sort of uh, am not a huge fan of Ready Player One. I don't think it's like bad, like Zemeckis level bad where he made, what was it? The Polar Express. I think oh, it was yeah. awful. Um, but uh, you know, it's like Christopher Columbus. He made like the two worst Harry Potter oh, movies. Oh yeah, he did. Uh, and he's done some really bad stuff. But uh, I feel like Zemeckis is sort of like him, where it's like he's older now and he just doesn't quite. He, he can make a Disney movie, but I don't know. Zemeckis is a poor man, James Cameron. <laughs> yeah, I, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, can you imagine a James Cameron Pinocchio? Oh, and, man. Like, like all underwater, every like. Like CGI uh, yeah. nose. Yes, like, everything. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be like three hours long. <laughs> they connect their noses. No, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I mean, Avatar 2, I mean, had a well subplot. I mean, it pretty yeah. much almost fell. 
I, I saw Avatar 2 just for the Oscar episode. And I, I didn't mention this on the Oscar episode because I didn't want to make Brian upset. He's, he's a big uh, James Cameron guy. But me and Nikki are sitting in the theater, and it, we saw it the last possible second we could. Like We waited till the last day it was in theaters, and it was a very small crowd. Uh, and we're sitting up top, and she's sort of like has her hood up and watching. And there's like a scene where like a baby avatar is like floating through the water, and there's like sun behind it, and it's trying to be so self-serious. And she like does that thing where she like sort of like laughs and she's trying to contain it and that makes it worse. And then I look over and see her and I start trying not to laugh. And then we're both like burying our faces in our shirts, trying not to laugh at this pivotal moment of the movie that James Cameron probably was like, you know, spent a week filming and just, you know, this was a big, it just was so self-serious that we could not stop laughing. And then once we, and I was like, man, like this is not for me. Yeah. I, uh, I only saw it just to see it. Yeah. Cause I figured it'll be nominated and I just, I, I didn't get Yeah, I'm just, I, I mean, I should have known. I didn't love the first one. Um, the, the ride at Disney's pretty cool. You, you like sit on a dragon or whatever. Oh, there. nice. And, and, but it's really weird, Tony, is that you sit on it and Disney made it oddly sexual. Oh, yeah. It, Did you have to put your uh, thing in the thing? No, not quite that bad, but you, you sit on it and it sits between your thighs and it, they put like two airbags on its like ribs. Yeah. And it, and it breathes. So you pushes your thighs in and out. Uh huh. I mean, did James Cameron think about that when you have to like stick uh, that cold into another animal? Uncon- you know, it's not, yeah, it's it, not consensual. No, no, no. It's very, yeah. And, uh, and getting on the ride was very awkward because it's so. It, it, I don't think it was just me. I think it was oddly sexual. It's like it's it's like breathing between my thighs. I'm like, okay, okay, yep, yeah, yeah. So, uh, worst director, do you have a pick for this um, one? Before I get to that, I don't think Andrew Dominic deserves to be on this list. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. To be honest, Blonde was, I mean, not the best story, but it was a, you know. A well-made movie. Well-made movie. You know, I don't think he deserved to be on this list for that. So I just, it was not the best, but I'm not going to make it long. But, uh, There's much worse. Yeah, I think though, yeah, I don't think he should be on this list. But uh, dang it, I hate So he's that. the best, worst director. Yeah. On this one, I'm going to have to go with Machine Gun Kelly and Mod Son. I don't think uh, you're going to offend any of our listeners by by picking uh, Machine Gun Kelly for worst director. Yeah, is it, I'm assuming this is his first movie. Is this uh, a feature? Yeah, it's a feature. Oh no, it's like an hour and a half, like <laughs> also like almost an hour and forty minutes. Does it have Pete Davidson in it? Yes, of course it does. I even I don't know anything about it, but I just knew he would be oh, in it. Just wait until I get to my description of it. Okay. Uh, next, we have one that's unique to the Razzies. We have worst screen couple, which we have Machine Gun Kelly and Mod Son again. Uh, who just won our pick for worst director? Um, both real life characters in the fallacious White House bedroom scene in Blonde. Okay. Yep. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. I'm just real. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking. I know what this is about. And then Tom Hanks and his latex laden face uh, and ludicrous accent in Elvis. I love that they. Yeah. Him and his face. Um, Andrew Dominic and his issues with women in Blonde. So there's two uh, bl- Blonde nominees, and then the two. 365 Day sequels both released in 2022. Well, I don't. What were the last one? 365 Days? I don't know. The two 365 Days sequels. I don't know what that is. Me either. And that's surprising that both us, the movie guys, have yeah. no idea what that is. Yeah. So, uh, I like, again, I've only seen Blonde, or I've seen Elvis too. So, hey, I've seen two in this one. Um, I honestly, and I talked about this on the Oscar episode, I thought. 
they not only did they focus too much on the colonel in Elvis, um, and maybe Tom Hanks played the colonel perfectly like he was in real life, but every time he was on screen, I was just like, that's Tom Hanks in like a fat suit doing a, a very weird, poor Southern accent. It kept pulling me out of the yeah. movie. And Austin Butler is so fucking good as Elvis. And to have this Tom, and out of all people, like Tom Hanks is fantastic. He's, He's a really good actor. Yeah. But having him in this was so distracting to me. I hated him. And that's why it's a one stall movie for me. Cause yeah. I, I just could not handle Tom Hanks, uh, Tom Hanks in this movie. And, and it's, and it's not, and it's called Elvis and it has a lot, but it has, it should be called Colonel. I yeah. mean, really it's too much. Of and him. I hate, and I hate watching a movie where I hate a character that much. And I like, he would still no redeeming thing about right. him. And I'm like, he kept on screwing Elvis, but it was just took away from the entertainment. Yeah. But, uh, for, for the worst screen couple, would you say, uh, is machine gun Kelly getting your vote? Is mod son like, uh, uh the female lead or I have no idea who mod son well, is. It says, it says that mod son is the co-writer for this, uh, also co-director. So I didn't know. I'm like, Maybe they just get for War Screen Couple because they made this thing in general. Yeah, I I don't know if he's. I'll look to see where, when I get to that, but uh, I have no idea who Mod Son is. <laughs> uh, but I should look up 365. That looked like a, a two 365 days sequel. Yeah. Some, someone listening is probably like, oh, uh, it's TBMA, so I'm guessing it's looking like Netflix. Okay. So they, they, they looks maybe like a rom com or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so. But yeah, so I don't know. I'm going to have to go with Tom Hanks because he ruined that movie for me. Me too. Yeah. An otherwise really fantastic, what I thought was good. I, and I'm a Baz guy. Like I... Really? I'm not. I, uh, I've never been a, a fan of his because he did too many edits for my sake. And I, I don't know, man. Like it's, to me, if I'm in the right mood, I'm okay with it. My, my older brother loved uh, Romeo and Juliet growing up. Like okay, that, yeah, hit when, that hit when he was in high school. And I did not know Shakespeare until I saw that. So I had, I was like, these people talk weird. Like, what is this sort of thing? It's very stylized. Uh, Nikki was a big Gatsby fan, like the book. She loves the book. And we went and saw that. And how can you hate Leo? But, um, and yeah, John I, and yeah. And, and so it's, you know, to me, I'm like, I don't know. I, I, in a, I grew up in a household where my mom loved Elvis. Um, I'm sort of always been conflicted on his life in general. I know he, married an underage girl and, you know, stole a lot of his stuff from black artists yeah. uh, and died a young age of, you know, I mean, I can't judge him. Like he died from, you know, being depressed. I mean, that this movie shows all the shit he had to go through. So, yeah, I mean, you understand why he, I mean, he just was stuck in a place. He right. Out of. Right. But also, like I said, I mean, and it's not, I don't, I don't know if it's not, well, I, I guess it does come down to Baz because he's the one that put, Hanks so front and center in this movie where I knew right when it came out with the reviews, people were like, this isn't going to be what people expect. And and we heard Austin Butler spent like four years preparing to be Elvis and he can't like, he st- seems to be stuck. He can't get rid of the yeah, voice. Yeah. I saw, saw that interview. You're like, yeah, I still sound like him. I'm trying not to. Yeah. And you know, and I feel for the guy cause I mean, let's be real. Like he has a good chance of going in there and losing to Brendan Fraser. He's, he prepared for three years for Oscar and now he could, potentially not win it i mean i'm not gonna lie i think brendan Fraser should win it. oh me too absolutely i'm 100 percent rooting for him but um you saw the well of course oh yeah yeah okay uh did you find the ending funny like where he like floats up 
yeah. towards the sky. I don't know. Like I was sort of like tearing up by then, so I maybe because I might wound or enhance the movie theater <laughs> experience for the people because I laughed in the out the- loud out loud in the theater because uh, when he rises up and you know when she was right there, oh, you know, yeah. Yeah, I-, yeah. I found the implications. You're thinking, yeah, of like a slapstick comedy. Yeah, if this was like a a modern version of like bad movie or not another team movie or a parody it yeah. would, he would he would rise and then flatten his own daughter yeah yeah i know like nobody around she don't want to know she's dead yeah so that's what i was thinking like really that, i i like when we saw that in theaters uh it was weird because it was in a tiny little theater at our at our multiplex and then uh it was pretty packed with people and they're all on their phones and talking and being, I was like, my anxiety was through the roof. Cause I'm like, people are going to talk through this. And it's a very serious uh, movie. And soon as like, I mean, you know, the opening scene where like Brandon Fraser's jerking off. Oh yeah. Yeah. He, he like, he jokes off well than that. Yeah. Like he went like, I, I'm doing it. Like you can't see, but I'm, like, I don't, I've never seen that. And it opens with that. And I, I think that setting the tone immediately of everybody in the theater dead silent for the rest of the movie yeah because when you see the gay porn yep. unexpectedly you're like wait yep. what oh it's like set the tone right away get this out of the way and everybody's like okay this is what we're in for so yeah and like uh it daughter on that one i don't know if she was good or bad i got i'm leaning to more evil yeah but yeah when i was like you see she did good but i did not get that sense at all yeah yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I thought The Whale would get more nominations than just lead actor. Or I guess it got supporting actress, too. Uh, but, you know, no cinematography. It got makeup, well, so I, I guess, yeah. Because it was Leona uh, uh, Wynoski, like, I think he loved to play so much. He made it too play-like. And yeah. he had the, you know, he had so much cinematic, like, potential. You know, he didn't make it cinematic enough for him. Yeah. And, but I think he should like the play. He, just, he dialed it down for him. Yeah, it sort of, I mean, it all takes place in, like, one room, Yeah, basically. But I think, you know, he could have, I think if he wanted to uh, made it a little more cinematic, it would have been nominated. But I think, you know, like I said, we're both rooting for it, and we're, here we are talking about good movies. <laughs> uh, but it's okay. Uh, I, if anything, you know, if we're giving Tom Hanks and his latex-laden face um, worst couple, then we can give Brendan Fraser and his latex face yeah. best couple. And, and to be honest, my friends on other podcast did not see the well, and so I haven't been able to talk about it to anybody. So you just wanted to get it out there? Yeah, I had to get it out of my chest. I've been waiting for a couple months to get it off my chest. Yeah, I loved it, man. We uh, we loved it, and, you know, it made me cry. I'm yeah. not too man to admit. I, it, made I has... me, it made me cry and laugh at the same time. <laughs> I, I wish I would have been in that theater. Just <laughs> you had the, you had our avatar moment yeah. where me and Nikki were laughing, but a way more serious scene. But yeah, I, I did not hide out. Like, why? Well, it's funny. Okay, so our next one is worst supporting actor. Um, here's here's the answer I had earlier. Uh, Pete Davidson with a cameo role in Good Morning. We have Tom Hanks and Elvis, Xavier Samuel in Blonde. Man, Blonde is getting a lot of hate. Uh, Mod Son again in Good Morning. I'm guessing these two, uh, Modson and Machine Gun Kelly, are, are getting the most, yeah. maybe. And then Evan Williams and Blonde. So there's two Blondes in here and two Good Mornings. But Tom Hanks kind of get it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I hate that guy. I mean, I hate the character he played. Yeah, the Colonel. Okay, so that that's clear cut for you, even worse than Pete? Because I... I mean, Pete did not bother me. In, because they were like, so... But yeah. He didn't bother me at all in Good Morning. It was everything else. 
and we went and actually saw bodies, bodies, bodies together. Yes. I'm a Pete defender. Like I, I know like there was a point where it was like all the guys were like, how can Pete pull in all these hot celebrities? He's ugly. I'm like, being funny guys having a personality yeah being a funny guy it's you get it yeah yeah and so i've always sort of been like i've always found him funny i thought he was great asset on snl um i even uh king of staten island i really enjoyed with him and bill burr like he's and that's another uh apatow movie so yeah yeah and like when you uh gave some body 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 some love in your top yeah i was like yeah i think it should have got more love from other people but yeah like it was a really good movie and i did not expect it to be that good yeah, and, and uh, it was nominated for several Indie Spirit Awards. I watched those on Saturday, and uh, I think it was up for, like, Best Director. Yeah. Uh, it might have been up for Best Indie or First, first uh, Feature Screenplay and First, like, Director. Like, the director, that was their first movie. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe I haven't seen this Good Morning, so I can't say, you know, Pete's cameo. Uh, if anything, it sounds like it might have been one of the highlights it, of a bad movie. It was a highlight. Okay. So again, Tom Hanks, he might be sweeping tonight, it sounds yep. like. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. Okay, next one, what? The next one is Worst Supporting Actress. Adria Arjona and Morbius. Lorraine Bracco, voice only in Disney's Pinocchio. We have Penelope Cruz in The 355. Uh, Bing Bing Fan in The I, 355 and The King's Daughter. That's a good name. Um. Mira Sorvino in uh, Lamborghini, The Man Behind the Legend. Um, I haven't seen any of these, and some of these I've never heard of. What is the 355? Do you know? I don't. Oh, the 355. Yeah, that was the all-women cast. You know, okay. the women movie, like a heist movie. Oh, okay. So, I never yeah, yeah. saw it. Yeah, me either, but I, it didn't look awful. No, but yeah, I did not see it. Uh, I saw Pinocchio, Mobius, and I'm not even holding Lamborghini. No, I mean, I I recognize obviously uh, Penelope Cruz. I don't know Bing Bing Fan. That's a cool name though, so it can't yeah. can't be her. I mean, I I did not think Adriana or Jonah was that bad in Morbius. I think she might have been one of the highlights. If I who I'm thinking of, it was the love interest. What what is the uh is it Matt Smith that played the doctor? He's yeah. in that, right? Yeah. I that's the only scene I've seen from the movie where people were like editing music over it and putting the clips on Twitter where yeah. he's like getting ready or something. Okay. It's yeah. very American psycho. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't tell if that was like I showed it to Nikki and she's like, Is this a real clip from the movie? I'm like, it's a real clip, but someone put other music over it. She's like, Well, I don't know if there's any music that can make this scene good and i'm like well i guess out of context you can make almost anything look bad but i i I really should have checked out uh at least morbius before because that's what i'm curious about and i am we'll get to it when we get to actor but i'm a a jared leto defender also okay yeah so by default i'm gonna have to go with uh loane blacko for Disney pinocchio all right so Let's take a quick break here from the Prescribed Film Podcast Network, and then we have uh, our last four categories. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. 
Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. And we are back. So this next one is one that's really fun and unique to the Razzies. And I think this would be sort of fun if they did best of this category in the Oscars. Um, they never will because they're too pretentious. But uh, worst remake slash ripoff slash sequel. Uh, this year at the Oscars, there is a remake of a Best Picture winner uh, that is up for Best Picture and will probably win international with uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah. That's interesting to see, like, it's not remakes and sequels. I mean, I guess it's made 1930s, I think, or 40s. Yeah. So it's like, not, it's sort of like Carpenter's a thing where it's like, it's a, it, you can say a remake, but it's just based on the same story. But here we have uh, Blonde. Again, we have both 365 day sequels. We have 365 days this day and the next day, 365 days, a Razzie Bogo. So they're both considered one nominee then we have disney's pinocchio who's getting a lot of hate our first appearance for firestarter and then we have jurassic world dominion okay so i've seen all these except for the 365 days which i just found out existed yeah um so i've seen actually two of these in the theater i saw firestarter and jurassic world dominion and actually, the one on this list I hated the most is Firestarter. So I saw that at home. Um, I, I don't know. I, it wasn't, I, I can't, honestly, I can't re- remember a whole lot of it. So I guess that tells me that it's not good. But also, it wasn't memorably bad for me. Uh, it has, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, a guy from uh, High School Musical, Enables. Yeah. Uh, Zach Efron. Zach Efron, thank you. Because uh, I want to maybe I'm just this whole episode, I'm just being the, on the defense, but I like Zach too. I think he's really funny. Yeah, I, I'm, I've come around. He's, I'm a fan. Uh, I'm not sure this was the role for him uh, to play. He's, he's like, he's not, he's not a believable dad. Like, who has a dad that hot? And, I know. Uh, but I will be honest, I've never seen the Drew Barrymore one. I've watched this one mainly because. Uh, John Carpenter and his crew did the score, and this is the first time they've ever scored a movie that's not directed by John or not a Halloween movie. Yeah, that was the best part. But <laughs> and and what's interesting is, I'm sure you know this, uh, but a little tidbit for the listeners is that Carpenter, John Carpenter, was originally supposed to make the original Firestarter. Um, and then his version of the Thing, he's supposed to make it for Universal. His version of the Thing flopped so bad that they pulled him from director and I don't remember who they ended up giving it to. Um, but then, you know, he ended up down, he ended up getting Christine, which was like a consolation prize. Like, which, yeah, but she killed. Yeah. I love Christine. So it's like, I guess a happy accident. But th- when I heard they're remaking Firestarter, I'm like, right on. Like, and, and then I heard it was sort of odd to be like, Hey John, remember that movie that got pulled out from under the rug? Like, we'd like you to come back, not as director, but to score it. And of course, Carpenter in his old age is like, I love it because I don't have to do much work and I get to hang out and make music. But that was, yeah, probably the most, the the best part of this movie. I have listened to the score. I own it on, on vinyl, but, uh, that's that and blonde. I I don't, I don't think blonde is, I'm not even sure what that, what it's not a remake, I guess. What would it be considered a rip off? Maybe a whip off. 
of yeah, I don't know of what though. I have no idea why that would be. Maybe because it's off a of bio. I don't know. Maybe I don't know if it's based on a book or what it's. It was based on a book. Because, so maybe that's what they're going after. Yeah, because if you look, it's a bio novel. novel okay. So. Okay. So out of these, are you thinking you're thinking Firestarter? Yeah, that's, I think that should have been nominated for uh, Wolf Special. To be honest, what didn't you like about it? I just was really bored in the yeah. theater. I was watching it. I'm like, wow, this is. I've I've sort of forgot because I knew it went to Peacock, but I guess it was in the theater for like a week, probably. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it's probably. I'm I'm guessing our theater and and most theaters now are sort of like they're desperate for movies because. We're, we're at this weird wave. Everybody held on to their movies until it was safe to go back to theaters. They pushed them all out, but then stuff wasn't being made for two years. And now we're like, oh shit, like we're in a sort of slump uh, where they'll just sort of take anything. Uh, yeah. It could have been so much better. That, and, and I feel like we were in like a, a Stephen King renaissance again. Yeah. Like the 80s. And once again, sort of like the 80s, at the tail end of it, it took like some bad adaptations to sort of kill it. Yeah, so this, I think one to tell end of it again. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, so yeah, we have uh, our next category is worst actress. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard, who I love but didn't see in Jurassic Park Dominion. We have Diane Keaton in Mac and Rita. Never heard of that. I have not seen that. Uh, Kea Scordil- Scodelario, Scodelario in The King's Daughter. And my crush from when I was in uh, middle school and elementary school, Alicia Silverstone in The Requiem. Yep, I've not seen that but crush as well. But yeah, I mean, I can't, I cannot, even if I had seen it and she's bad in it, I can't vote for her because I will yeah. always have a spot in my heart for Alicia. I mean, Clue, my uh, older, older sister, uh, you know, she'd be watching Clueless and I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch Clueless. And then I'd sit in the room for an hour and a half watching Clueless. And now I can admit as a man, I love that movie. It's a good movie. It's a fantastic movie. Uh, so you've seen only Jurassic Park was Bryce and, Dallas Howard. And The King's Daughter. Oh, you did see The King's Daughter. Yeah, I saw all the Wolf's pictures. Okay. Um, I don't know which one. The Daughter? I don't know which. <laughs> I don't know. Was it, was, is she the King's Daughter? I don't know. But, uh. Uh, I don't think, uh, probably by default, Bryce Dallas Howard, but I don't think she was that bad. I think, uh, she's, I mean, she's in the Howard family. She's takes more so after her dad than her uncle, at least. Yeah, it seemed like they were missing somebody in this category. I can't put, there was only four. I can't put my finger on it. Yeah, it's like some, they took somebody out or something. Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> it just seemed like a little light in this category. Do, do you think, uh, if, she, if they would have, included it continued to include her not taking her out you would have voted for her. yeah i would yeah and a heartbeat see i don't I, I don't remember her i mean maybe it's because i'm forgiving of children in general yeah um but i don't remember her performance being so bad but i don't remember it at all yeah i know which i don't remember the movie at all which i think is even worse yeah i mean i've always sort of said uh i bl- i think that like the worst thing a movie can be is boring even if it's bad but it can get, it's, it's exciting i'm okay with that yeah but- so I you know another thing about these, with the Oscars as well, they don't really include horror film. Yeah, it's true. Because I think Pray for the Devil, that actress should have been nominated for this. Yeah, I mean, if you if you included horror, it would probably take up all the categories. I know, but that's to, what I love about horror though is like it has high, very high highs and very low lows. I know, but I think I saw Pray for the Devil, one of the worst movies I saw last year. I saw the trailer about a trillion times. They pushed that trailer on like everything I saw, and I just I know I took one for the team. 
It, it looks so generic, man. I was like, I cannot do this. Was it that bad? No, ironically, I saw it because I was like, oh, that's probably going to be nominated for a Razzie, so I'm just going to go <laughs> get it out of the way. To be able to see it say I saw it in the theater. And be like, won't have to go back to it. Were, was it like you and a bunch of like 13-year-old girls? I think I might have been by myself. Oh, yeah. I always feel like when I go to something like that, it's always... Like, I remember seeing the Black Phone in theaters, and it was the worst experience I've had in years just because of the audience. It, I know. It, it attracts, like, such a... And I'm almost afraid tomorrow, as of recording this, I'm seeing Scream, and... Oh, man, I'm going to go see that Friday. And I'm like, uh, like, I'm, I'm dreading the audience. Yeah. And actually, we talked about this, uh, about Cocaine Bill. We wanted the audience to be more... More engaging? Yeah, because we, like... We were the only ones laughing at loudly, but yeah, all audience. Uh, it was like a packed one. They let us down because we were like, "I'm, I'm cool with like, if they're interacting with the movie, like laughing, yeah, or, or one, jump at scares yeah, or we something." Were, we were the ones laughing, and nobody else seemed to be laughing with us. So like, is yeah, thrilled. yeah, and but to me, it's like it's not interrupting if you're reacting to the movie if you're reacting to your phone or you're talking yeah. to someone about the movie even if you're talking to someone shut the fuck up but you you're allowed to laugh like i'm not yeah yeah it, i mean it's, i want that's the communal experience yeah, everybody should have been like laughing with us but yeah. like if they seemed odd they're like they're like huh you, you you i think you saw it what like just a few less than a week after it came yeah. out yeah opening uh yeah the wednesday was, after it opened and it was a packed theater um uh, not packed but uh, pretty full full yeah yeah they last down. I'm I'm so excited to uh, now that I've gotten over this hump. I, I guess I have a few days left, but once I'm past the Oscars, uh, it's free for all to see. Like I haven't seen Cocaine Bear, I haven't seen Creed three. I get to see Scream uh, six tomorrow. Like yep. I I just I am like so behind now because I've been sitting at home in the basement cramming Oscar movies. Creed three was really good. Like I, I'm sure it is, man. Yeah. I I have loved the first two. Uh, Jordan, uh, Michael B. Jordan is fantastic. Uh, I just, and it won't, you know, all these fantastic movies we're talking about are, are not going to be up for Razzies, but, nope. uh, sometimes you watch one and you're sort of like, okay, this is getting, yep. This is in the, it's probably <laughs> going to be nominated. I'm probably, and, gonna and that's what you're, you're bummed that you, you took one for the team. I know. And, and you, it didn't get any nominations. That's, that's the wolf. I was, you know, sort of felt like, uh, you know, there was, there was some controversy that, People felt Mia Goth should have gotten something for Pearl. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and then uh, I think it was probably four or five years ago with Hereditary. Tony Collette. People. She felt, should have been. Yeah, it. and it's just it's it's very rare for genre films. But I'm really hoping with sort of the way it's trending now, we're seeing like A24 sort of take over the Oscars now yeah, this with year. Everything and yeah, and, and the whale. I mean, it's like if if a movie where. Jamie Lee Curtis playing an IRS agent that fights with butt plugs and has hot dog fingers can win best picture. Anything I, possible. Yeah, I have hope that, you know, times are changing. It's not, if Kate Blanchett wins for Tar, I might feel like we're going back. Yeah. Like, and, and it's no offense to her as a great performance, but it's just, that's what always has been uh, the older white woman in a drama going through a dramatic experience has won everything. Yeah. Uh, and they're you know, and now we have Bryce Dallas Howard winning, you know, worst actress. What's next? I mean, I uh, Angela Bassett is nominated for best supporting actress, right? I believe so. Yeah, I think yeah, if she won the death on it. Yeah, I think she might. That was a good performance. I think it's the, the consensus listening to Brian Crew 
is uh it's between her and Jamie Lee Curtis now because okay. Jamie's won like Spirit Independent Spirit the SAG Award. Mm-hmm. She wasn't even like a wild horse to get nominated, and then I feel like it's because of who she is, and yeah. this is her first nomination. Okay, I mean, okay, yeah, I mean, lifetime achievement basically award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like you know this might be her one and only Fast, chance. Yeah. So, but uh, you know, overall with performances, not outside of guessing and just saying who deserves it, I could. Yeah, I, mean, I think you're right. That yeah. might be. Yeah, either one will be happy with. Yeah. So we're at worst actor. We have, of course, no surprise, uh, Colson Baker. Does he go by Colson for the movie? I assume so. That's why they're listing him as this. No, I'll get to what his name is. Okay. Colson Baker, a.k.a. Machine Gun Kelly in Good Morning. Uh, Pete Davidson, voice only in Marmaduke. <laughs> I forgot about that with the movie. <laughs> uh, Tom Hanks as uh, Geppetto in Disney's Pinocchio. We have... My boy Jared Leto as uh, in Morbius, and then we have Stallone making it in Samaritan. I did not even see that. I was trying to think. It's not Tulsa King is his TV show, so I don't, oh Samaritan is like his superhero movie. Well, on, that I don't remember. I think it's on Prime. He plays like a. It's sort of like a kickass where he's a real life superhero. Okay. So, are you giving this one to Machine Gun Kelly? Yes. Yes, I am. I'm surprised uh, Tom Hanks took this for Pinocchio yeah. and not Elvis. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, but yeah, but he was on a supporting actor. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but I, have a, I love Stallone, so I, would, I haven't even seen this, but uh, even the worst Stallone is still pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, again, I haven't seen Morbius. Is it, are, where do you stand on Jared Leto in general? I mean, I don't mind him. I mean, you know, I think uh, the Joker, he uh, was a bad uh, yeah, yeah on him. And, uh, you know, he's a good actor. Uh, but, yeah, he, I think that one he should have not done <laughs> yeah. that direction. It hurt, hurt his reputation, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, he's a good, you know, he he uh, takes it serious. Yeah, a little, sometimes a little too serious yeah. where it's like you're playing, yeah, I mean, it can go either way. He probably saw himself going more in that Joaquin Phoenix yeah. way where he took the Joker very serious and made it good. Yeah. Where, yeah, Leto. And, and I feel like you said it sort of hurt his reputation because I've always been a defender of him as an actor. Uh, I grew up, like again, with an older sister who watched My So-Called Life all the time. Uh, and he was, you yeah. know... Yeah, very young and, and impressionable. That and of course, uh, Requiem. Requiem, yeah, fantastic. And that, uh, you know, God of War, like he's really good and stuff. Obviously, Dial Spires Club, where he won his Oscar. Yeah, um, he's he's can be fantastic with the right role. Yeah, I know in real life he's sort of a pretentious douchebag. Yeah, he is. Uh, I've seen his band several times. I've met him once. Oh. In Des Moines, his 30 Seconds to Mars played, and if you bought merch, it was when their band was so small, they played at the Aragon, or the, what's the little ballroom uh, up there? Valair Ballroom. Oh, yeah. We saw 30 Seconds to nice. Mars, and he sat at a table and waited for every fan to go through line. Okay. And we sat and talked, we, we stood and talked to him, and uh, and then the next time we saw them, they played in St. Louis at a huge venue. And it was like a complete 180. He, oh, man. There were fans waiting out back behind the building for him to come out and sign stuff. He came out and like put his arms out like he was Jesus. And everyone was taking pictures on their phones. And he's like, he spun around and then went back in the building. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh, no, he's he's turned. He's, he's gone. Yep, he's gone. And, uh, and the third time we went to see them, 
I should have known after the second time, but he canceled the show in Des Moines because he was going to Saturday Night Live with Kanye West, who was the musical guest, just to hang out with him. Oh my! He canceled it. a whole show to to go to New York with Kanye West. Yeah, well, fuck, fuck Iowa. Right? Yeah, that's like the biggest douchebag move. Yeah. Is is sorry, I can't come. I'm going to New York with Kanye West. That's a sentence no one should yeah, say. Yeah, and that, that aged well. Yeah, exactly. He he, he was. I think Con, he was either no Kanye was in one of his one of Thirty Seconds to Mars songs. So, uh, I can imagine those two either being best friends and then oh, and then hating each other and then hating each other over something silly. Yeah. Um so I guess that brings us to our biggest and uh final category. We have worst picture. Um we we've, we've mentioned all these before but we have Blonde, which I don't think is deserving. Uh Disney's Pinocchio, Good Morning, The King's Daughter and Morbius. Uh I just want to say Lassio, I called it. Yeah. Yep. I, so if you if you happen for some reason to have a Razzie pool at work, yep. <laughs> get, uh, fill out your ballots. Get ready. Okay, Tony. I wish I had a drum roll on my uh, soundboard, but uh, what do we got? Okay, so I'm gonna go through them. Okay. Process of elimination. Yep. Okay. Blonde did not dissolve to be honest. Don't get me wrong. It's I mean it's way too long. Uh, it's like it's a good like Kyoto study. I think she, uh, whoever, I forget her name, who is nominated for Best uh, Athletes, Anna something. Anna de Armas. Yeah. She's, uh, she did really good, but the movie was not the best. I could have done, I mean, I understand that, like, she was, like, abused and all that. And, I mean, they could have made it title. Yeah. Like, no, no pun intended with the vagina. Yeah. But, but but it made you feel that she went through a lot. Yeah. And it sort of just focused on the bad. Yeah. I mean, it was no, all the bad, none of the good. Right. And it was like almost three hours and that what made it suffer. Yeah. But yeah, on Netflix, they're like, nominated for an Oscar. Yep. Like, yep. Yeah. But I don't think it deserved to be on this. I would put probably file solo on that list. Okay. That's um, fair. Disney's Pinocchio. I don't think, uh, it's bad, but it could have been way worse. Yeah, no, I mean, there's probably even more adaptations of Pinocchio. Yeah, just from last year alone. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was just a cute little pick. The- and it's not, I think they knew what they were making too. Zemeckis didn't make this for like yeah. film buffs to watch. It's for, it, it went, I think, straight to Disney Plus. It's yeah, for, little kid. It's so, for kids to watch when they're home from school. Yeah, my little three-year-old niece would love it. So. Yeah, and that's and there's there needs to be a place for those yeah, kind of movies so, too. So, so well for what it is. Okay. The King Donald. Okay. Uh huh. Um, it's it was a weird movie. Did you see this? I didn't. So basically, it's she like this girl like finds out that he's the King Donald, obviously. And it had to do with mermaids and a convoluted plot. Like it has mermaids in it. Yeah, it had mermaids. I, I thought this was like yeah. like a dra- like a serious drama. Yeah. It had mermaids. The plot is she can communicate with the mermaids. What? And then she, the whole dad that she she found out want to kill the mermaid during an eclipse. Okay, you're so making he, this up. No, so you can get, <laughs> Are you sure you watched so, the right movie? So he can get the life force from the mermaid. But he got to be doing the eclipse. Is this like a fantasy no, movie or what is this? this? I don't know what this is. This is, <laughs> this is hap- a bad movie. This is with Hill Blossom. And oh, really? Yeah, okay. He did that. He did King. And then she falls in love with this pirate. 
and then she can communicate, and then like she sacrifices herself so to save the mermaid, and the mermaid have like life saving powers, and the eclipse happened, and then they because he got killed a mermaid during the eclipse to gain the life gaining powers. Uh, of how was this not under uh, more screenplay? It sounds awful. <laughs> I know. So I had no idea what this movie is, and this is sounding more and more ridiculous, like a Magnus up. Yes. But and then basically, she he decided not to kill the mermaid and save the daughter, and they live happily ever after. It sounds like um like they gave like a third like a, a sick maybe a fourth grade girl like yeah. A pen, and they're like, make up a story, and she's like, and then there's mermaids, mermaids and, and they then, can talk, and then there's new clips, and <laughs> the king, and, and then you should find out the king is called dad. Yeah, uh, this is like Splash mixed with the Little Mermaid, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. It like the reverse Little Mermaid. I don't know. <laughs> Weird, because she can talk to Little Mermaid, and she can have dreams. The mermaid gives her dreams, and so they telepathically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's weird. It's just a weird movie. It was a weird experience, not knowing anything going in. Did you? Is it streaming somewhere? Do you pay to watch this one? Tad, I paid four dollars to oh. watch this movie. I paid eight dollars to watch movies for this. <laughs> I'm sorry, I owe you eight. No, it's all good. I owe you uh, at least um, a drink or or something next time. No, it's funny. I have got a funny story coming up too. But Morbius, <laughs> I think this was uh, uh, cu- pl- uh. COVID movie because yep. it was just got kept up going and pushed back and that led to downfall was well also it's I believe it's the Sony verse right yeah. so those Sony movies without Marvel's help have been notoriously pretty bad like it's clear that they don't really have direction and know what they're doing they just want to do that Sinister Six movie that's all they ever, yes. ever wanted to do they keep on hyping that up yeah, and it, it's like, I feel for them because they're like, we have this license, we want to make superhero movies, and we don't want to give any of that money over to Marvel, because Marvel's sort of like the bully. Yeah, so basically, Marvel, can you just make it for us? And right, yeah, and, we, and just write us yeah. a paycheck. But they're like, we we don't need Marvel, we can do this, and it's like, you clearly can't. No, you can't. You messed up Spider-Man like three times. Right, it took Marvel to come in and save it. Uh, and I, I don't know, I just, do we need full movies... Because isn't Morbius, is he a villain? Yeah, he's a, he's a villain. So we're making full movies about villains now. Yeah. Okay. But there's one that you, you didn't mention on Worst Picture, Tony. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Are you ready? So you did not see Good Morning? Uh, unfortunately not. Good Morning spelled wrong. <laughs> you know, okay. <clears throat> I've been waiting for so long. So... He's had his phone open on this page the entire episode. Machine Gun Kelly. It's all dead. I'm not even making this up. His name is Landon Clash. Landon Clash, huh? That's his name. Okay. He's a movie star. Okay. Okay. A movie star. <laughs> and this entire movie, central, like, he wakes up, Machine Gun fucking Kelly. He wakes up and, like, <laughs> get this. His girlfriend texts, like, hey, good morning. And he's so confused by this because it's spelled wrong. That's, that's the it. title of the movie. That's the, you know, it's a typo. And it, he never talks to her until like the end of the movie because he keeps on calling her and, and then she doesn't pick up, you know? It's so <laughs> funny, Tad. It's so funny. And you know what? He has a, 
he has a movie audition. Okay. He has to get to, you know what, for? To play Batman. Oh. But you know what? He can't get to that audition because he got to go save his relationship with his girlfriend. And you know what happened then? He breaks into his girlfriend's place. She's not there, Tad. It's hilarious. And then <laughs> he knocks down her grandparents' on with ashes. So you know what he had to do? Smoke this big, of course. big blunt to get the ashes back into the arm because that was pressing. Yeah. And then he meets at Pete Davidson. I don't know what his role is because he's, <laughs> he keeps on meeting people. And then he meets uh, his bandmates, which I'm uh, guessing is uh, this Mod Sun character. Look at the, his uh, INDB. No, fi- no, no photo. Picture, yeah. so I don't know what he... I'm guessing I played his best friend. <laughs> but he, like three tattooed like people. Like, yeah. uh, they look like uh, mumble rap people. Yep, yep. So all his friends yep. in real life. Like, oh man, we have to go get to this, you know, this audition to be Batman. Batman. Okay? Fucking Batman. Yeah, Machine Gun Kelly's going to play Batman. Yeah. Yeah, because he's so muscular, and Batman is blonde-haired, and... Yeah, very tall and gangly. Yeah, and uh, Megan Fox, you know who she plays? I don't even know who she plays, but she pops up randomly. Yeah, of course. She should be his girlfriend. The girlfriend, yeah. Which she cheated on in real life. Right, and she's probably, if she was in it, probably would have been the best actor in the movie. Yeah, but she... No, she was in it. Well, I mean, if she played, like, the girlfriend or, or a more prominent role, maybe. Yeah, I mean... It was so funny, Tad, because every joke they thought it was like landing. You could um, tell. I can tell you're not, uh, you're very sarcastic. It was, it was so funny. Like, oh, and then you're like, oh, I can't go to the uh, thing with the director. So I'm going to send my friend with a mask on and pretend that it's him. He fucking good will hunting it. And you know how much I hate that? I'm sorry. He like, ooh, I'm going to send my friend to do this for me. It's <laughs> not good. And like, the director was, like, offended. It, the director, Tom Arnold. Oh, no. And he was, like, offended. Poor Tom Arnold. Like, no, you're not going to be in this movie. And then, want uh, trying to get to his girlfriend, you know, because that was Matt Oltz, and his whole stupid mo- movie, which I hate so much talking about. <laughs> it's, uh, he went viral getting punched in the face. Okay, someone recorded on their phone. Yeah, he got punched in the face. And that makes the director be like, you should play Batman. Oh, God. So, so it comes full circle. Yeah. So he gets his girlfriend back. And she's like, oh, it's a typo. It said good morning. Oh, I thought, okay. Yeah, because that was the whole premise. It's all of, misunderstanding. Yeah, a whole premise of this hour and like 40 long minute movie. And then he gets to he Batman. And then it's a good time. And it's quite a swore. Man, it sounds exhausting just trying to get through it. Was it as bad as it sounds? Yeah. I, I, you, you probably should have just messaged me and been like, you should have lied and been like, dude, you got to check out Good Morning. I can't believe it's on I, this list. Dude, it's, it did not belong on this list, man. <laughs> it, you should have bamboozled Good, me into watching it. Good Morning. I got 48 hours left to uh, I watch this uh, Again. this morning. Are you guys going to, you guys can dedicate a whole episode of uh, your podcast to it. Make the rest of the gang watch yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I should make that before they. We leave the hey guys, let's record. Good morning. Is it uh 
is it even the have redeemable like it's so bad it, it's fun to laugh at machine gun Kelly at least like at no. his failure of a movie just because i know he's a dick in real life yeah and he's just you don't want to give him any no i should stop he pl- because he he'll just think you could tell he fought you're making the funniest movie ever. Yeah, yeah. And you're like... He thought this was going to be a big thing. Yeah, it was like, oh, this is so funny. Everybody going to laugh. He was surrounded by uh, Yes Men. Yeah. You're like, oh, <laughs> so funny. Well, that's what I've heard, like, other people talk about it, is that it was like, clearly someone was like, they, they were like, oh, he's, he's really hot right now. Let's just give him a modest budget and let him do his thing, and his name alone will sell it. And it's clear, like, he, everybody just stepped back and let him do his thing, which is bad. Like, yeah. they gave him creative control and, and let him make it the movie he wanted to, and he's not a filmmaker. Yeah, the un, uh, unfortunate thing is Kill Shot came out before this, because Eminem would have a field day with uh, just adding some of this stuff into the, just would like to heal. It, the thing was, though, like, I don't think Eminem could even like reference it because nobody saw this. Nobody. Like you're, you might be the only, you are the only person I know that's seen it, but yeah. uh, I haven't even heard anybody else mention it. Like, I think I read about it online and the, I think the way I heard about it was because when the Razzie nominations came out, they're like, you know, this is leading like the leading yeah. thing that's in almost every category. I like eight mile, you know, has an Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I didn't see that till I was an adult and I was like, Okay, I can get it. Like even Eminem, one of the best rappers of all time, not a great actor, but he knew better than to like. Yeah, it's not trying to. He's not trying to make it a comedy. Yeah, he had one of the best directors of all time, Curtis Hanson. Right. It, yeah, so. he he got a stacked cast behind yeah, him to be sure that they could help him carry it. I mean, he didn't write, direct. Right. Probably edit it and hit the iPhone. Yeah, because this is even directed by. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, he directed it. He probably uh, edited it in his, like, iMovie. Yeah, probably, right, on his phone. Yeah. Never, it never saw, like, no. yeah, it never saw any he like, editing software. He's just, like, garage banding yeah. it. Yeah, like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> <laughs> iMovie. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a good pick, even though I've, I only saw one of the worst picture, but, um, yeah, I mean, I can't, can't feel bad about giving it to old uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Are you a fan of his music? No. No. Neville Ben. Because I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like when I hear his music and I know people who are big fans, uh, it makes me feel ancient. I'm like, this is what people like. Oh, I know. No. Like, I must be getting very old because I'm like the old, I'm, I'm like my dad where I'm like, this is noise to me. I don't like it. Yeah, I just don't get it. Like, I love pop punk, but I don't like his pop punk. Yeah, and it made, uh, actually, I was so scared because I, uh, I went to win it, you know, like I saw the thing like play. So I thought I bought it. You're like, Oh no, oh, no. I own this. I don't want to own this. I, I want, <laughs> I, I'll get a hold of iTunes. I'm like, Hey, can you take this off my thing? Yeah. Don't let other people I'll, see this. I'll pay you. To, X, to, I'll take, to, pay to you double off. to get off my iTunes. You're afraid your reputation is going to be ruined. People I might just, hear that you purchased this. Yeah. Movie. I don't want to contribute more to machine gun Kelly than I already have. <laughs> I just want him to be what, stopped. Do you know what studio put this out? No, but let me look. I didn't know if, I mean, obviously it's not like A24 or anything, but I'm just like curious who funded this thing. Like maybe his record label or something, probably. It's probably just like considered like a long, like the budget of a long music video, really. Yeah. And actually, uh, the, uh, you know how much uh, 
what the budget the box office was uh 21,000 okay i don't have a i don't have a thing but i'm looking uh it doesn't say oh, open world films okay they're they're sort of like a little indie mostly uh limited release type thing yeah um, th- they've had a few decent things but uh yeah, I don't know. I I doubt this hit anywhere close to us in theaters. Uh, no, it looked like it probably L.A., New York, maybe Chicago. Yeah, probably. But twenty only making twenty one thousand. Well, I think there's uh two Leslie, one of the Oscar nominees for best actress, made about the same twenty seven. I think. Uh, but again, it had such a small limited release. Uh, and it didn't have Machine Gun Kelly in yeah. it. So, uh. Yeah, uh, like you said, a little more ammunition for Eminem with that one, if he can even... I mean, at this point, I think he should pass that. He doesn't even <laughs> yeah. need to go back. Yeah. He won that. He kill-shotted it. Yeah. All right, well, that wraps up all the Razzie nominations. Where can people find your podcast? Anywhere podcast, all, uh, you can find it. You can check out the PFPN.com. Want to know? Um, yeah, and just... You guys are like very engaging on social media too. Yes. So track down Tony. You run the Twitter. Yep. Which is always fun. You're, every day I see something crazy and yeah, and always replying to things. Yep. And then uh, Abe won the Facebook, and Ashlyn won the Instagram. And what did something? <laughs> and uh, yep. Uh, well, we got TikTok apparently too. I'm working on. We we recently got one. Mike's Mike's running ours, but um. I'm really bad at social for this particular podcast, uh, trying to get a little more interactive on, on the other one. But that's what I've always thought was cool about yours is like every channel I'm on, I'm seeing you guys. And, and I know I, of course, you know, I love uh, commenting cause I know it's going to be right on the show yeah. and you guys always ask interesting questions. Actually, to be honest, we forgot to, did you comment on the grand house? I just did, but not, uh, but so, okay. Because, we got so heated, we forgot to do fan comments, so... That's all good. I, I, I haven't even listened to it. I just commented on Jason's comment. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, uh, comment before the post, because we forgot a couple people, because we got so heated. We forgot, <laughs> we're like, oh, no. We got carried away. We yeah. got carried away, but yeah. But it's we, all good. We will uh, address it next time. It's all good. Uh, yeah, so any other final thoughts on these Razzies before we say goodbye? I just thanks for having me on. Uh, thanks for letting me watch these stupid movies and talk about them. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're up for doing this, um, like I said, I'm not going to commit to watching all these uh, just because I would rather spend my time watching good movies. But if you're w- always willing I, to to take the bullet for I'll the team, take some. I took five bullets this time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, I I only saw a few, but man, you knocked off some of these, and and they they call the. Uh, watching all the Oscars, the Oscar death race. I think this is much more of a death race. I would say. Yeah, I was. Uh, this is like a suicide race. It was, and uh, I'm still alive. So, well, thank you so much, Tony, for doing this. Like I said, a big service to all of our listeners. Uh, I I guess we say don't we don't recommend any of these. Yeah, but if you did watch them last, know what uh, you fought. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to uh, listen, and and as always, I'll put your. Uh, Links to your shows in the, in the show notes, so go there, make sure to click, listen to, and, and check out all the awesome podcasts on the pfpn.com. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. A special thank you goes out to my friend Scott Schreiner for our intro and outro music. We'll see you next week on First Time Podcast.